All right, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Three Dudes, One Hoop. We had a brief hiatus. I don't know if you can really call it a brief. It's been a few weeks. Uh, COVID's been rampant. Our lives are very busy. We got two people here pursuing their masters. Uh, so you know, it's it's tough, but we're back. We have a very interesting uh, episode for you guys today. Uh, obviously, as always, I'm with my boys Easy and Benny. And I'm Mike, and we're going to go ahead and do a redraft of the 2013 NBA draft. Now, why 2013, you ask? Well, because it's a pretty uh, hilarious draft to do a redraft of. It's interesting. It's obviously known as the Anthony Bennett draft. Um, But we thought it'd be a fun concept to do a couple of these redrafts. So we're going to put a few of them out over the next couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, basically the the idea is uh easy benny and i are going to draft uh for a six-man roster so starting five plus a six-man and at the end of the draft uh we're going to talk about i guess who had the best team and you guys at home can go ahead and tell us who you think has the best team uh so that being said i think we're good to kick it off do you guys have any notes before we get started um i guess just the note that we have is that our audios are going to sound a bit different for this episode so just keep that in mind. We're, we're all recording remotely, but we're working on that. So just bear with us for the next episode or two. Um, and other than that, um, yeah, I have the number one pick. Uh, yeah, Benny has so the number two order, pick. Yeah. And Easy's Mike one. has uh, three. So Don't yeah, take Pierre Jackson from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did a spin a wheel before the, the pod started. So yeah, Easy's going to be number one pick here. I think it's a pretty obvious pick, so. I guess you're on the clock. Yeah, you called it the Anthony Bennett draft, so you kind of gave it away there. Yeah, exactly. yeah uh, kind of <laughs> spoiled it. Thanks a lot. All right, so uh, with the number one pick in the 2013 redraft, I'm taking Giannis instead of Kumpo. That is by far the most wow. obvious pick in this draft. I'm basic as fuck, I know. What um, a reach. <laughs> right, what a reach. Um, two-time MVP, uh, just won an NBA championship, finals MVP, top three performance all-time in the finals. Um, you know... He's already had a career that most guys would dream of, and he's only 26. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure there's anybody else in this draft who can really just compare to that. Um, so since we're talking about drafts, I kind of want to get into a little bit about like Giannis and what that looked like in 2013. Yeah, go um, for it. Yeah. So in 2013, um, he I, what was the pick that he actually got picked with the 15th pick? Right, it was 15th pick, Milwaukee. Yep. Yeah, so at that time, um, teams were starting to hear about him in Greece, and they started sending people over. But before anybody really, really, really got into Giannis, it was actually the Atlanta Hawks that were really interested in Giannis. Like, they asked his agent um, to, like, please have him not talk to any other teams and that they would guarantee that they would pick him with the 18th pick. Wow, imagine if the Hawks had gone that's pretty funny. Right, right. So we're talking about the Hawks that they had. Jeff Teague, Joe Johnson, or not Joe Johnson at the time, but it was um, Kyle Korver, Al Horford, Paul Millsap, um, Damari Carroll. Um, so it was the time that they were like a top two, three seed in the East contending. Well, we call it contending, but you know. Um, pretending, so yeah. I, re- I remember reading in this book um, that – Atlanta was asking for that commitment and obviously no player is going to take that commitment, you know, just in case. Yeah, especially but, um, a, a overseas player. Right. So the thing is, is that Atlanta was 
they really, really wanted this guy. They flew him to Atlanta. This man had takeout pasta with the GM in the GM's house with the GM's kids there. They took him to the Atlanta Hawks arena. This guy was looking at the rafters and crying, like saying that he actually like made it to the league. Like he's actually going to make it happen. And then what happens, right? You're like, Oh, this is so beautiful. Why, why didn't the Hawks end up getting him? So one through 10 picks go through. uh, And then what happens is Philly's unwilling to trade the 11th pick. This is when Sam Hinkie finally gets into the front office and is doing all his weird trades and stashes for the future. So he takes Michael Carter-Williams, and then OKC and Dallas and Utah just refuse to trade with Atlanta. They are not going to trade with Atlanta because in the case of Dallas, they drafted Kelly Olynyk but traded him to Boston for, I think, two picks. Or it was like a player and another pick. And then Steven Adams uh, and the um, Shabazz Muhammad, that those were just picks that Utah made to trade to Minnesota. And then Steven Adams ended up in OKC. So nobody wanted to trade with Atlanta. And then what happened? Milwaukee takes Giannis and the rest is history, right? So just a interesting story about Giannis. It's that, a very uh, interesting, like, what if moment, because if he goes to Atlanta, like, you know, Atlanta's trying to contend, like you're saying, and they're probably not willing to wait so much on him developing into the player that he eventually became. Because, I mean, how long did it take for Giannis to become, like, a, a good starting caliber player in the NBA. I mean, it wasn't that long either, but it wasn't that took, long. It took him a few but years. But it was like, but they needed to wait like three years for him to really like become a difference maker. Yeah. And by 2016, the Hawks were not in any like where close to the top of the East, were they? In what year? And tw- like tw- three years later after this draft in 2016, that I don't think the drafts were anywhere question. close to contending. I thought they the were Hawks like a mid 2016. 2016 Hawks. Let's see. Let's see. I don't think so because I don't think Corver was even there anymore. And yeah, I think they, at that time for... they got rid of Demar Carroll. They were yeah, they were a fifth and seed, team. 43 and 39. Yeah. Okay, so they're middling in the East. And yeah. that, at that time, that was the LeBron, uh... LeBron is in Cleveland. Yeah, that was the Dennis Schroeder, Dwight Howard era. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, dark times for, <laughs> for Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh but gosh. yeah, so I mean, Giannis is a no-brainer, absolutely. Yeah. Gotta respect it. Um, so yeah, Benny, why don't you go ahead? I think you're on the clock. I will be going with Rudy Gobert with my second Rudy. with my first pick, second overall. Um, I guess just in the obviously we have our we have the things about Rudy Gobert that we really like. We we I think we've all called him a little bit overrated, but you can't ignore multiple all-star all NBA player. Second and third. I don't think he's been first team, but still all NBA player nonetheless. Obviously, multiple time defensive player of the year. I think it's three times now. Uh, all defense first team almost every season he's been in the league. Led the league in blocks and obviously a great player. Um, doesn't really have much of a perimeter game, I guess. It's something that's going to obviously always going to be lacking from his game, but everything was really solid. Amazing defender, amazing rebounder. Can't go wrong with him to anchor. Anything. I mean, yeah, it's definitely going to hold hold on to your defense. Was he – so I've seen that he was drafted by Denver, which I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I was telling Easy off pot. I, I didn't know that. I didn't even know yeah, that. He got drafted by Denver, and then they traded the pick um, to Utah because, mm. yeah, they, they had a – I don't know when Jokic was specifically picked, but I'm pretty sure they had Jokic and Nurkic already on that roster. Oh, uh, yeah, so Gobert would have been over. Or, may, or I don't think they had Jokic. I don't – bro, I don't actually know. 
who were they? I think Jokic came later. I don't think Jokic has been. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Let me see the 2012, yeah. uh, 2013 roster for Denver. I don't think they had Jokic. No, they didn't. They definitely didn't. They had. That's actually interesting. I guess they didn't want to wait on a sender. They had Moskov and uh, Kufus. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so not that great. Yeah, they either. What was he what was he thinking with that? I I mean, think about it. I guess it was a first pick, and you know, they just didn't care about Rudy. I guess they didn't really see uh, the potential, I guess. But yeah, I don't think I don't think you can go wrong with Rudy there at, at uh number two. Uh so I guess I'm on the clock now. Yep. Um so I definitely obviously had Giannis above uh everybody else. But I didn't have Rudy second. I actually have CJ second. So I'm going with Let's CJ McCollum. Go. Let's so CJ go. was number two on my big board. Uh, you can be, you can easily make the argument for Rudy Gobert, and I don't think you would have gone wrong there. But in this draft specifically, since we're building teams from scratch, um, I think you can get good big men later on, and so that. But guards and especially shooting guards are like hard to come by in this draft. So I think CJ, and obviously all the depots available to me as well. But I think I got to go CJ for durability. Yeah, this um, was a coin toss. For yeah, me as well. definitely. Yeah, I think I think you could have gone with either one. But I mean, you know, obviously CJ. I think on a t- on a team where he's the man, or at least like the first scoring option. You know, obviously you're not going to win a championship in the NBA. Um, but I think he can definitely provide efficient shooting and ball handling. And a little bit of, of shot creative creating of not that's not his forte for sure, but um, I think an efficient shooter at number two in this draft, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely take that. Yeah. So yeah. CJ. So what happens in the draft with CJ, right? So the Sacramento Kings at seven were in between CJ and Ben McElmore. And what did the Sacramento wow. Kings decide to do? That Ben McElmore guy has a pretty nice shooting form. Let's take Ben. Let's not take CJ. And the rest is history. Yeah, literally. So congratulations, Kings. You made another miss. Kings in the are draft. always going to Kings, man. What's, what's Kings up? are always going to. Hey, but that's my team. We're winning in 2044, all right? You, you <laughs> show, some, show some respect to my Kings, all right? <laughs> the, the bright future Kings. Bright future uh, Kings, bro. Don't forget it. So are we, are we doing snake for this draft? Yeah, we're doing snake. So you would have the number okay, four Okay, so pick. I'm up again. Oh, I don't man. like the fact that you get back to back I love pits. this. I love that. It's my favorite part. Easy. So, oh, man. I think I got to go Vic. So I'm definitely going to take Oladipo there to solidify the backcourt. Yeah. I mean, they're both shooting guards. So obviously, I'm not. Is this team uh, playing today? Like right now? What do you mean? Uh, I mean, you... like, is this is are we fielding this team today or in 2013? Like, are, are these the 2021 versions of these players, or are these? Well, uh, no, because if not, then we're not going to be betting on potential. So the way that we're doing this is that it's an overall assumption of based on what their potential was, what they ended up becoming, and what you think they could have been had they been in a different system. Okay. Okay. Fair you know enough. Yeah. No, then for yeah. sure, I'm I'm definitely taking Depot. Yeah. I mean. Durability is probably going to always be an issue with him, no matter what alternate universe timeline you want to talk about. But, uh, you know, if I'm if I have like a four year window to win a championship, 
I'm definitely happy. And with this specific uh, pool of players in the 2013 draft, I'm definitely happy taking McCollum and Depot. I mean, it doesn't really matter, but I guess McCollum would be my point guard and Depot would be my shooting guard. I mean, they're interchangeable, but yeah, I mean, Depot's a no-brainer. Obviously, he had the highest of highs a few years ago in Indiana, and then he's in the dredges of the league right now. Um, I guess he's on the heat, right? The heat did sign him to a minimum yeah. or yeah. so or a mid-level. I don't, I don't know to but yeah i mean i'll definitely take depot even i would even bet on this depot and i thought he's gonna be uh the depot that he was up you know three four years ago but if he can be like 40 percent of that player then that's still like a decent caliber nba player somebody who can play in the league in the year for like in the league for like 10 years so i'm happy with that yeah it's a solid pick um story with victor oladipo um cleveland loved him they just liked anthony bennett a little bit more um, <laughs> damn <laughs> I, I there's really nothing else to it i never heard anything bad about oladipo he took his interviews he did his workouts um nothing bad about depot great guy um no no complaints about him yeah my like my next pick is gonna be tim hardaway then i always had like a not even oh, because of the man. not even for the for the uh, obviously the obvious Miami Heat connections, but <laughs> I always had like a, I always really liked him Hardaway. I always liked players like like what he brings, like really athletic offensive um, punch guards like him. And, yeah. and I always really liked his game. And what he is now is pretty much what I expected him to be a solid 16 point per game scorer. He's definitely improved uh, over the past like couple years, I would yeah, say. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. he came in kind of like as a 10 to 12 point per game scorer. Um, now he's like with Dallas and then with the Knicks for a little bit, he became pretty much what he was supposed to be 16 to 18 point per game scorer. I think he's really solid, really effective shooter. Um, athletic guard, like we were saying, great on the fast break, do pretty much anything, at least from an offensive standpoint, in my opinion. I think, yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. So I have Tim Hardaway and Rudy Gobert. That's All right, solid. yeah, that's that's a good pick. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr., I don't really have a story on him. Um, just overall, even in his Knicks career, he had moments where they were, um, where he, he looked great. And then in the Mavericks, clearly he was the offensive catalyst outside of Luka that they needed. So, yeah, good pick, good pick. Yeah, does, doesn't um, he remind you a little bit of like J.R. Smith? Like, could you see his career kind of mirroring? I can see that. the same arc. I, yeah. I can see the same arc of like those three years where he's like the best, like he would be the best player off the bench if he had to play on the bench. But yeah, that's a, good, that's a pretty a, good comp. A contributor on a, contending team obviously jr yeah, yeah. played with lebron but i think you would hope you yeah would hope. i think he can be a good role player on a championship team yeah okay you guys um you guys did your homework i'm not happy about that um so regretfully with the sixth pick um i'm gonna take the man who rejected a 80 mil contract from the lakers i'm Ooh. taking dennis schroeder dennis schroeder um you know, I'm looking at the board right now, and I'm not feeling too hot about a lot of these guys right now. Um, what I know about Dennis Schroeder is that uh, he's a solid uh, – he was good enough to be a starter in Atlanta, right? Um, efficiency could have been a little bit better from three, but, you know, I'm not asking him to be a knockdown shooter. I'm asking him to help facilitate a bit with Giannis running the, the point. Yeah, but you do, he can do a pick and roll with Giannis. That's pretty good. It's right. your bread and butter right there. 
So I'm going to take the guy who I know can probably get me at least 16 points a game, um, can carry me if some guys are injured. Um, and yeah, I'm going to take the guy who averaged 18 points, 19 points, 15 points, and then 19 points in four in a four-year span on two different teams. And yeah, I'm not a fan of it, but like this draft is just awful. So yeah. I'm going to take Schroeder. Um, I don't know what you guys think about that. I mean, Schroeder probably has the highest floor out of outside of Giannis and, and Gobert and, and McCollum. Uh, just because because of Tifo's injuries and stuff, I would say Schroeder has the highest floor out of the rest of the players. Um, just because you know where you're getting. And especially, like I said, this draft, not good for point guards. I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's just not deep at all, really. It's, it's a big man draft. Like, you can get a few good big men later on. But, yeah, in terms of shot creators, not a whole lot. And in terms of forwards, it's, like, even thinner. So, I, but I think getting Schroeder there is, is, is good. Especially since yeah. you already have Giannis. For sure, for sure. All right. This next pick. Yeah, yeah, so this is yep. my next pick. And it's going to be a little weird. Um, man, I'm debating between two guys right now. But um, this is where I'm going to start thinking that my team will give them the best chance of succeeding um, just based on the roster that we're building. I'm going to go Otto Porter Jr. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. So He's I'm going to go Otto Porter Jr. the best Jr. forward available. Right I like that. Now. Yeah. That, that's actually, <laughs> yeah. that was actually going to be my pick. Otto Porter. Yeah, yeah. So Tim Hardaway Jr. was gone. So I can't go Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, so I'm going Otto Porter and I'm looking at his stats. Um, Injuries definitely had a factor on this man's career at this point. Um, but he was on the right trajectory um, towards being like a, a solid starter. That well, we don't know that things. yet, right? Because this what is 2013. Mean? Like we're in 2013, so we don't know the injuries. Well, I mean, we're thinking him. 2013, but we're going with what we knew. And I'm saying like, we didn't get the best version of this guy's career. We yeah. clearly didn't. So I'm going off based on what I do know, which is what I do know is that he's at least a 14, 13 point per game guy. Pretty decent efficiency with 50% for the field goal. And he shoots above 40% from three. And he takes four threes a game. And he's making half of them, you know? Maybe with a better team around him where he can just pick, like, just pop from the corners, he shoots the same value. So I'm going to go with the guy who can get me some buckets from the three-point line, finish at the rim 50%, and plays pretty decent defense. Um, Creates some some difficulties. Grabs rebounds, you know? Um, Not the best passer in the world, but, you know, won't cost me a game with turnovers either. Um, it's just a guy that fits fits the team that I'm building right now. We need defense. We need a guy who can support the wing a little bit. So, and just based on potential, again, like he was the third pick in the draft out of Georgetown, and I don't remember coming out of the draft anybody saying this man had any flaws. It was just like a solid, just a solid guy. Um, he even had that one, um, that one part. I think it was in 2018 where. I'm almost positive he was averaging like 17 points a game with Chicago before he got injured. He was. Um, he was. Yeah, he like was he really was, good in Chicago. Before he yeah, he was averaging like almost 50% from three, I think, when he was shooting. And he was shooting at a higher clip. So, like, again, based on what I've seen, based on what I know, based on what he could have been, I'm going to go out of Porter. Yeah, I don't think I could fault you for that one. It sucks because it really looked like he was he was actually going to start taking off. Maybe not consistent eighteen points per game like he was like he did for that stretch in Chicago. But you know when the Bulls brought him back for the next season, he there were some there were some good hopes for him, especially not just for him but for the Bulls in general. And just sucks that it didn't really work out for him. He got traded. I think was he in like Orlando now or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. so he's with the Warriors now. What the fuck? 
Did he get that's a good move. Either? That's a good career move, honestly. If he can rehabilitate there, and that, that's honestly, I have no idea he went to the Warriors. And... Yeah, he got signed, and um, yeah, he's there now. Yeah, that's a good move for him. We but either way, he's not. Like, it, it just doesn't look like he's gonna be that guy anymore. Uh, you never know, but no, I, I don't. Yeah, we definitely like like what you were saying. We weren't. We didn't get the best out of him, but I like that pick. That's a good pick. I mean, if he comes back and is like let's say sixty percent of what he was in Chicago pre-injury. Is that better than having Kelly Oubre? <laughs> um, for sure. Yeah, I, think I, 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 would, I think yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, would I don't think, think that's yes. a debate. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I think so, it's a good. Um, bet. I think it's a good bet. Yeah. So yeah. We're, you, you won't get pick. the looks, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Kelly's Kelly's fine, bro. Kelly's fine. Yeah. Um, so we're speaking of Kelly, now. that's actually my pick here. The <laughs> yeah, Kelly okay. Olenek. That's your pick, Benny, at number eight overall. Kelly Olenek. Another big I need Kelly a fourth spacer for uh for Rudy. That's not a bad pick, man. Kelly's not Kelly uh not the, obviously not the worst defender. He gets a, he gets a lot of shit. He's not he's he's okay. No, um, he tries. He tries. But you know, he'll he, get charges. You're not gonna ask him to do that exactly. He'll get the charges. Not the best passer. You're not gonna make him do that either. But as a floor spacer, he's pretty solid. He was shooting like 105 percent from the three in Houston. <laughs> yeah, approximately. <laughs> <laughs> Plus or minus like 40 percent. Yeah, yeah, no, he was it was like a forty percent shooter from three, nineteen points per game in Houston. He was doing really well, even uh, but even with Miami when he had a more when he had a different, obviously a lesser role, but on a you would say a, a contender because he made the finals with him, and he did his role pretty well. They didn't perform that too well in the playoffs, but overall throughout his career, really, really solid guy, pretty consistent shooter. I think he'd fit pretty well with um, uh, what's this guy Rudy? And Tim I like Harvey. the fit. I like the fit a lot. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So with Kelly, he got drafted by, again, like we talked about earlier, he got drafted by the Mavs, but that was just more as a trade piece for Boston later on. So, yeah, I mean, it helped Boston a bit to help, uh, especially when he destroyed when uh, Kevin Love's shoulder. That's true. Very clutch. Yeah. That was Very awesome. Clutch for the Celtics. <laughs> Very clutch. Oh, God. Not afraid to get dirty. But, uh, all right. So I guess I'm on the clock now. Well, I have the next two picks, right? unfortunately yeah, oh yeah all right so <laughs> i think i'm just gonna solidify my uh front court and i'm gonna pick Plumley, and i think i'm gonna go adams back to back dang Y'all yeah are killing me so i'm doing i i so i mean Steven adams so for a quick like, recap mike sorry yeah. you have cj mccollum oladipo Plumley, and adams exactly so um I mean, Stephen Adams is like self-explanatory. I think he's I, he's a center that I need right now. He's he's a decent defender, decent rim protector. Uh, he'll definitely get you offensive rebounds for sure. And Plumley, I really like Plumley. I think he's like low key underrated in the league. Um, there was that year he had a couple years in Denver um, with Jokic, where he not that he was Jokic light, like he wasn't anywhere near that. But when Jokic wasn't playing. And Plumlee was in. He can basically do everything to like, let's say, like thirty-five percent of Jokic's level. Uh, but shoot, he has no shot. That's the only thing I don't like about Plumlee. But I mean, at this point in this draft, he can with pass. Yeah, I agree. But you know, I have Adams as my center. Plumlee's my power forward. Um, Plumlee is a good passer. Um, I think he tries on defense. He's not the best, but I think he tries. And he can he can shoot at a pretty efficient rate. Um, so I I really like Plumlee overall. I think his especially his passing ability. I think that's really underrated. Um, I mean he's a career fifty seven percent field goal or sorry yeah fifty eight percent field goal percentage. So um, yeah I really like Plumlee a lot. 
Uh, so yeah, that's going to be my front court for the future there. All right. That's a solid pick, um, or picks. I like the Adams one gets a, an insane amount of offensive rebounds. Just like, Oh like, yeah. It's just actually obscene what that man could do on the offensive board. I could imagine him and Plumley crushing the boards together. It'd be pretty tough to get any boards over those guys. Yeah. Especially with McCollum and Depot. I really need defense and rebounding. So I think you're also really hoping that Plumley develops a midi. In this I'm, scenario. Hoping he, yeah, I'm hoping he can space the floor a little bit, but if not, I think he can still operate from like the elbows just because I think he's a really good passer. Yeah. So he can still Man, set his Kelly. Stuff. Kelly would have been such a good pick for you. Kelly would have. I would have definitely picked Kelly, but I needed a forward, and yeah. I think Plumley. I think Plumley's a better passer than Kelly, so I'm not too too upset. Whoa, whoa, we won't we won't take Kelly. Slander Kelly here. Slander, the goat, the maple goat. So. All right, yeah, those are those are good picks though. Those are those are solid. Um. I think Benny, you're on the clock again. Yeah, yeah Benny's up on the clock. And this is when the draft gets weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally what I was gonna say, man. I was like, literally, like this is when I just wanted, like, yeah. just uh, what's it called? Auto sim the rest of the draft. <laughs> yeah, <it's> auto draft and <laughs> leave. Draft my kicker. Draft my defense. And I'm yeah, out. yeah, but I think I, I think I'm gonna go with um with Trey Burke for this pick. Just okay. kind of like quick recap on what I have. I had um Hardaway, uh, Rudy Gobert, and Kelly Olynyk. I feel like I need a guy that can take more than three dribbles and kind of yeah. <laughs> you know, move the ball around a little bit, kind of run a play or something. Like, he doesn't have to take the shots. Although he he's a pretty solid three-point shooter for his career. Um, he's a good passer, obviously. He's been a point guard his whole life. He's not a, he's not a starter in the NBA. He comes off the bench uh, pretty much almost his whole career. But I think he'll be, he'll be pretty serviceable considering what's available, at least for that position. Yeah, yeah I mean, with that. I mean Trey Burke. Um, I got two Michigan guys on there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Him and you got him. some Mavs in there. That's what you I got, got. Some Mavs. I got some Mavs in here. Yeah, <laughs> you got some first round exits. Um, Heat he and four. Oh man! All right. <laughs> so I can't believe that uh, these guys have not been picked. You guys didn't look at the undrafted, did you? Ooh, I, did. I didn't. I did not actually. With the next pick, I am taking Seth Curry. Ooh, that's a oh great no, pick. that's it. I feel like a dumbass. I am taking <laughs> Seth Curry. My team desperately needs shooting. Let me open up an undrafted window. My computer. yeah, I don't don't waste your time. Is, I got the that, next one, totally one. No, there's another one, but I'm taking him next. Oh. So Seth Curry, we all know what he can do in the playoffs. At least this year, with uh, with the Sixers, he looked like the second best player on that team at times. Um, great three point shooter. Um, can really space the floor with Giannis there, get a lot of open looks. I mean, this year in the playoffs, he, he averaged 18 points a game. Like that's kind of insane for a team that didn't rely on him during the regular season. Um, so you have so Seth yeah. Curry and Giannis. Are we, are we, are we supposed to continue doing this? this yeah, for real, this is ridiculous. <laughs> All right. And then, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna keep going here and I'm going to yeah, take Robert next. Covington, um, Ooh, with the next Roko. pick. We're taking that's Roko. Uh, I could have um, used that. I could use that badly. So a couple reasons why he's not the worst three point shooter in the world. Recently he has been, um, but career wise, 35% in his prime, he was 37, 39, 37. So I'm not getting the worst three point shooting in the world. Um, he was all NBA defense one year. So I know I'm going to get some good defense before the surgeries that he had in this hypothetical situation. We're hoping he doesn't get injured either, but even then, I'm still getting a great defender. Um, in the playoffs, he shoots 50% from three. So, damn, yeah, 
That's pretty nice. He's three and D, and at this point in the drafts, because uh, yeah. your draft mates are not smart enough to look at the undrafted players. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good value. <laughs> yeah, so I-, I was shocked about the Seth one. I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I'm gonna get Seth. But that was um, really good. That was really good. So right now my lineup's looking like Schroeder, Curry, Giannis, Covington, and then I got Otto Porter also. So basically, um, it's between me and Mike for second place. <laughs> Say I say easy. You have Schroeder, Porter, Giannis, Rocco, and, and Seth. Yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah, in this scenario, I would assume I'm putting um probably Covington off the bench or Otto Porter on the bench. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I, just I to guess keep I'm next. some floor spacing on, but yeah, uh wait, I think Benny's next. Oh but yeah, right? Benny's next. Yeah, yeah, Benny's, Benny's next. next. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. This will be this is the fifth, our fifth pick, right? One, two, three, four. Yeah, this is our fifth pick. I think I'm gonna round out this starting lineup with Reggie Bullock. Um, I think he's on the on the Knicks right now. Yeah, solid scorer. Um, I don't really know too much about his defense, but I do know he's a pretty solid offensive player, good three point shooter, especially on the Knicks this past season. They used they needed they they made good use of him. Sorry, and very good free throw shooter. Always has been. I think he'd be pretty solid as well for my team here. So I'm just going to go with him. All right. I mean, uh, yeah, not yeah a, I did, I did not, not have pick. him on my big board, to be honest, but I can see why. Yeah, he gives you yeah, some shooting. shooting. Um, decent, decent size. And on the Knicks system, they were they didn't look like a liability on the court with him. Like their defense didn't lose a beat. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's, I don't think he'd be, he's bad. I just don't actually know like numbers wise, but he's not bad um, yeah. at this point of the draft. Not exactly. yeah. not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm relying yeah. on Rudy a lot here for defense, but whatever. you're really relying on Rudy and you're relying on two big men on defense. Yeah. That might be a playoff problem, not a regular season problem, but a playoff problem. Yeah. I'll try to sort that out with my next one. I think I know who I'll go with, but I'll leave it to you <laughs> now, Mike. <laughs> okay. So I need a small forward in a bad way. And there really is not a lot left. Um, I'm, be- I'm like torn. I'm really torn. We think about like, you think can't about be torn. All these players here are garbage. No, 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 I know no. they're think, they're all garbage. Think about it. Think <laughs> about scared. it. Remember, I'm scared. It's not He's just about what me. their careers are. It's what they could have been maybe in the right system. Think about it like that. Uh, all right. Well, that doesn't really help me. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna <laughs> go. All right. All I'm right. gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jane. Jane. Oh, okay. My boy Gorgui. So what's right. is this your your sixth man or that was my for, that was my to round out my my starting lineup. So you have those. So you have Jane Plumley and who's so I have McCollum, Depot, Plumley, Adams, and Gorgui Jane. Who is your small forward? <laughs> I guess it's that's Jane, what I'm trying Jane, to figure out. Gorgui. I, yeah, probably Gorgui. Gorgui Jane is your small G- forward. Gorgui. I mean, he gives me shooting. He, the he, seven you know, footer. Oh, he's seven feet. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, he's a center, dude. He's a center. Shane oh, Larkin shit. season. Shane Larkin season. Well, I guess I'm fine. Back? Do you want nah, to take that pick I already back? made it. I already made it. He'll be my oh. sixth man then. Hey, either oh, way, I have the man. next pick, so it's not a big deal. I, I mean, still like that's Gorky. true. Solomon Hill, Yo, baby. I cannot believe. <laughs> I cannot believe you said Gorky Jang. Gorky Jang. Um, in that case, with the next pick. Good call. On. <laughs> Let me click just to make sure that this guy's actually a fucking... I know you guys can see my screen right now. Oh, no, he's a center and power forward. Oh, no. You're in a tough spot in this draft. I'm in a I tough can spot. I give you a clue. Fucking no. But, um, else. 
There's really um, not a lot. Do I have to go for the Shacklemore? Ooh. Ooh, let me see what position he is. I might go for warp in the draft. Oh god. <laughs> oh god, he is terrible. There's a there's a player that you could take. I mean, maybe he pans out better. I don't know, man. I should I just go for is K, is KCP? Can I put KCP as a small forward? I think you can. That's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do KCP then. Hey, six five. He's six six. Yeah, small. But, yeah, you know. small small forward. But you have you have Plumley and yeah you have yeah Plumley and Adam. Then yeah, I'll do KCP and that'll be my last pick of the draft. Yeah, I definitely think we got the worst version of KCP's career. Okay, we'll being... go for it. Yeah, because honestly, I have. Wait, I so you had KCP and who else, Mike? Because you had back to back. You were supposed to go back to back. Yeah, I, I, I picked Jang. I picked Jang. Oh, okay. I'll stick with Jang. Sorry, uh, so Jang will be my sixth man. KCP will be my starting small forward, and that's that rounds out my team. Uh, so yeah, why did you want, like KCP so much, Easy? I mean, it's not that I liked him so much. It's more like he got drafted by Detroit, like at the time in 2013. No one's going to be good in Detroit. Like, he was destined to not play well there, in my opinion. Like, he could have gotten a lot of shots up, but the efficiencies weren't going to even be that good to begin with. Um, he can shoot when he's when he's high. I mean, last year for the Lakers, he, he shot um, 40% from three. So, I mean, at this point of the draft, you're looking at guys like Tony Snell, James Ennis, um, Ben McLemore, like you said, um, so, it's like I James mean, Ennis could have had a better career. He could have. I mean, yeah. He could have been more of a spark, uh, more of a spark player, James he Ennis. Was a, he was a D-League superstar before they changed yeah, to the he, D-League. He, yeah, he, he showed, he showed a, signs, yeah. at least on the he of that guy that you could just yeah. throw in. And, you know, if you need to get a quick run going, get a get a steal or something, a fast break, you can throw him in. Absolutely. Of course, Heat Nation defending a pick of hey, James Ennis over KCP. I'll pick but him right no, 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 but back, back, Yeah, back to KCP. Anyway. No, back to KCP. He was yeah. pretty up and down in Detroit. Like, it was kind yeah. of like like what he yeah. said. He was kind of a no man's And you didn't really know what you were getting by, like, his third or fourth season. Yeah. But at least to be fair to him, when he left, he went to the Lakers, and he carved out a pretty solid – He yeah. it feels like he's in the, in, in the correct role for himself. It's kind of like Yeah, he, he was in the role that best they needed player, him maybe. For. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So, Benny's next? Yeah. 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 My last player, because we're okay. So we said we were kind of going off potential, right? We're not, we, we don't can know. go off what their career could have been. Yeah. It's like a, okay. it's a mix of everything. Um, because we could even I'm, go beyond the six man just to see who we would pick after that, just for the heck of it. I'm kind um, of struggling with this pick, but I'm going to take him on the basis of, you know, what he showed. The uh, spoiler this guy has a lot of injury problems. But kind of like what he showed, what he could have been, and what maybe he could have developed if he wasn't, if he didn't get a lot of injuries and later on in his say. career. But I'm, yeah, I'm going with Andre Roberson. Oh, you didn't go with what I thought you were gonna go with. Okay. What do you think I was gonna say, Tony Snow or something? My next pick is what I thought you were gonna say. Okay. Okay. I'm so gonna Andre go with, Roberson. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Andre Roberson because I could like just depending on like situations and stuff, I could maybe have have Roberson oh. in a lineup and then Bullock as my six man or whatever. Since like my only really good defender is gonna be Rudy Gobert, I could throw in Roberson. He's an elite defender as well. He's you, you could definitely put day. the clamps on teams. Exactly, Your team put the clamps is on my a team. Nightmare on defense, I gotta say. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna Sheesh. go with him. Roberson is actually a one-time All Defensive Team. So yeah, yeah. You know, well, the end of hoping for that. Deserved. Yeah, yeah, and you're you're hoping for that version when you draft them. Obviously, not the Roberson that we're all very familiar with. Yeah, not yeah. the 25 percent. The Roberson that no one's seen in like four years. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where is he? What happened to him? He's in Brooklyn, um, isn't he? 
No, I don't think he's there anymore. I think he got released. Oh, really? Damn, bro. Yeah. All right. Um, since this is a draft where we're going with what we know and potential, I'm going with the guy that was projected to be the number one pick until he injured his knee, Nerlens Noel. Um, yeah. So Nerlens Noel, very, very fun draft stories about that guy. His agents didn't want to schedule a lot of um, workouts with teams because even after the injury to his knee, they thought he was going to be a top three pick. So they were telling teams, we're only going to meet with the top team. He's the number one pick. What ends up happening? Nobody knows about his knee. Nobody knows how healthy he really is. So first pick, Cleveland goes with Anthony Bennett. They really love the guy. Orlando goes Victor Oladipo. Washington goes Otto Porter. And then you think, oh, Charlotte might take Nerlens Noel. But guess what? He never took the workout. Guess who did? Cody Zeller. So Cody Zeller goes there. And then after that, Phoenix had already guaranteed Alex Len that they would take him at five if he didn't work out for other teams. So they took him at five. And then Nerlens Noel ends up going uh, New Orleans and then gets traded by New Orleans um, on draft night to Philadelphia. Um, Nerlens Noel, that guy was a defensive menace this year when he played. Yeah like an actual menace. The man was coming off the bench with 24 minutes a game and getting two blocks. Yes, dude. He averaged over and, two blocks. That's crazy. Yeah. And over a steal a game, his rebounding, he gets me six rebounds in 24 minutes, which could be better, but I have Giannis, so I'm not worried about that at all. Um, not the greatest scorer on the planet, but I'm hoping in the right reality, he gets a little bit of an offensive game around the rim to get like 10 points a game. I'm not even saying anything crazy. Um, but she's done the before. Very, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's yeah. done 10 points before. Right. So, like, at the very worst, I'm getting an, a very good paint defender when I already have Giannis there to collect boards. And, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm rolling with the guy who had the potential to be the number one pick. I, Bro, I mean, you sure you don't want to trade Gorgui Dang for almost <laughs> straight up? I don't know, man. Um, so, I'm just curious about this. So, can I I, I kind of want to I don't know if you guys have noticed is that, is that, that it? still is, on the board. Is that it? Are we? Yeah, are that was the last yeah. one. That was last so one. that All was right. that was the last pick of the draft. But I kind of want to talk about what's left. That was, yeah. Um, there's a couple names here that like, in the right universe, you know, maybe things could have gone better. I'm very surprised that no one picked Michael Carter Williams. Yeah, I looked Ooh, at him a lot. True. But, yeah, I, I mean, am, since I was already set with McCollum and Depot. I didn't really right. want to hit MCW. Although that being said, he probably could have been a better I'm, small forward. Benny, I'm very surprised you went with, uh, with Trey, Trey Burke. Burke over Carter yeah. Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah kind of. I was, it, yeah, because it was for that for that one. I was just kind of more like, if I would have used the logic that I used for Roberson, I definitely would have picked Michael Carter Williams. So maybe I was inconsistent with with how I was drafting. But the thing with Carter Williams, it just kept rubbing me the wrong way. It's just kind of like what um what ended up becoming of him. Is like yeah. depend uh, compared to like how he start how well he started. I don't know. Yeah, but I like if I, if I was being fair, That's no, thing, yeah. if I was being fair, if I if I was using the same logic I used for Roberson, so for Roberson, I talked about kind of like the potential that we saw in him, and we could have been as a defensive, um, just anchor, complete anchor. And you know what he became, obviously, isn't what you know he's injury prone and whatever else. He's barely in the league. And the Mal Carter Williams was kind of the opposite. He, he also had a lot of potential, and he actually did start really well, and he has been a good player, but. Yeah, maybe maybe if we do it again, maybe I would pick Carter Williams. Instead. He's been all right, but like I don't know. To be honest, like yeah. how bad his shooting is, 
Right. And I don't know if that gets fixed. I don't know if that ever gets fixed. And then, I mean, he's good in in like every other department. He's a good passer. He can get you rebounds. Uh, He can score all right, I guess. Yeah, he's He's a very good defender. And he's huge for his position. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I guess I would have considered taking him if if I didn't already have Depot and and McCollum. But he could have definitely had panned out much better. I mean, the guy went rookie of the year. Yeah. And I mean, Again, he ended up going to a team where the GM literally had just begun the process. Yes. Like the, the process. Yeah. <laughs> he was the, the first pick in the process, no? Yeah. yeah. And the following year, they had picked, uh, who was it? I think it was Ben Simmons. Was it Ben Simmons? Or was uh, it it wasn't it Joel. Joel Embiid. Joel. But they had yeah, picked. Yeah, Joel was in 2014. I know they picked a guard the following year, and they went to like MCW's face in the draft, and he was just like, I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Like, I he was know. just. Yeah, it's because he um he got traded the following year. Oh, really? I do not. Yeah, I'm looking at it here. He got traded to um the to Milwaukee. Milwaukee, because they didn't trade him right at mm. first, but during the the trade deadline, they traded him. Wow. So remember yeah, when he almost I mean, had a quadruple double on the Heat in his first game? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember, do remember that actually. Everybody <laughs> thought he was gonna be like Magic that was Johnson. his first game, bro. That he was just coming off a title and he drops a quadruple double. Oh, back-to-back crazy. titles, actually. Yeah. Michael Carter. That, that one got me curious. I mean, it's just the name, yeah. you know. Still in yeah. the league. No, definitely still in the league. Still going to have a you know a long career, you would think. And nobody yeah. drafted Cody Zeller either. I was I was considering it, but I don't know. I just feel like. Yeah, I mean. I, I don't know. I feel like for this exercise, he just got left to the top. He kind of just got left to the side. Um, yeah. It's interesting that you picked Mason over him because I feel like – Again, I like Mason better too, just because yeah. I know that he's a better passer, like you said. Um, just kind of like two, I don't want to say two sides of the same coin. A they're bit, similar they're, players, like definitely similar builds and all that. But I think Plumley could yeah. do more in a winning situation than Zeller could. Like, I, like I really like those Plumley years in, in Denver a few years ago. Like those were his best. Those those were the best years of his career. Um, and I think that showed that okay, yeah, you can use this guy on a championship or not championship, but like on a, on a very good, you know, playoff team. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Um, another name. I mean, dude, when we go off based on potential, I mean, it's just funny how, like how, I mean, it's just crazy how the draft works. What could Anthony Bennett have been? Like, could he have been ever good? I don't think so. Man. That, I'm not saying all-star, but could there have ever been yeah. a universe where he's like, I don't know like a bench player, like a role player, you know, like it's just to this day, I still don't understand what they saw. And this isn't even like, like a hindsight thing. Like you, yeah. it's not even like a hindsight thing. Like even when the pick was made, everybody was like, what are they doing? I mean, I agree. Yeah. I'm just saying like, just not a role at all in the league. I just don't think so. I, I there, there have to have been like, he would have shown it. He would have shown something. There had to have been some like um some like work ethic issues as well that no one gave him a chance. Yeah. That's, that's possible as well. I don't know, man. I feel like, just all the teams in the top were the worst teams every player could have ended up on. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the yeah. top four. Can you talk about the top four? It's like it's Cleveland, who I think the very next. This is like the first of the the back to back years where they got the first yeah. pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then you have deep. Then you have Orlando getting Depot, Washington getting Porter, and then Charlotte getting Zeller. Charlotte could have done a lot worse than Zeller, mind you. Um, but yeah, and then Phoenix, Phoenix New Orleans, Sacramento. I mean, this is. These I mean, this is awful. definitely a case of why the NBA should have changed their lottery odds, and they did. 
Um, just because, like, damn, bro, who wants to keep seeing these teams in the top four, top five? Like, I mean, like, I just... get giving the worst teams the best players so they can try right. to compete. Like, I get it. But I have never seen a lottery in the top at least nine picks that oh, are man. as poorly run franchises as these. I mean, and that's Charlotte's the now the starting usual to come out of right? it. Yeah, it's like the usual Char- suspects. Yeah, Charlotte's coming out of the woodworks now because of Lamelo. Barely, but yeah. but like, look at these teams. We're looking at them still. Cleveland without LeBron, nothing. Orlando never get there. They just had a top three, top five pick right in, in this yeah. draft. I mean, um, Washington. They couldn't even. They barely made eighth seed with Westbrook and Beal. Like, great. Um, Charlotte didn't make playoffs this year and hasn't made playoffs this decade until like other than the year that they played the Heat and got wrecked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Phoenix. Um, they were in the dredges for a while. I mean, fun. Phoenix was in the dredges until 2018, right, or 2019? Pretty uh, much. Until, until basically until the uh, until the bubble. Called? Until the bubble. Until the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. They they, they hadn't done anything until the bubble. Um, New Orleans picking Nerlens. They traded Nerlens to the, the Sixers, who were literally beginning the process of the tank. Sacramento, awful. Still Detroit, remains. awful. Minnesota, awful. So These poor small market teams, the man. They just, team oh, they're never going to make it out of there. Yeah. So, like, again, just going back to it, Anthony Bennett, I agree he wasn't going to be like a – a world beater starter. He was kind of undersized already to begin with for his position. Um, he was already 240, 6'8, weird build. But I don't know, man. Like, I again, I'll never I'll never use college as the sole sign of a player being okay or decent. But I look at the stats, I see 16 points, I see eight rebounds in a, as a freshman, shooting 53% and 37 from three. I'm not saying he's a number one pick, obviously, but you're telling me that a team couldn't have used like just a somewhat decent shooter from the wing who can grab a rebound here and there. You know, I don't know. I've seen enough guys in this league get a role or at least even a 13th spot on a bench, you know, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, if you put them in a good system, like I'm not even going to say the heat, but like, let's say like the San Antonio Spurs of 2013, like, you know, sure. Maybe they would have developed him. I mean, it's possible. I mean, he has the frame, like he has the size, you know, it's a weird, it's a weird body, like you said, but I mean, certainly he, you know, he could fit in the league, maybe get into a better shape. But I just don't know. I, I he just what I, I just nothing sticks out to me. No one skill th- sticks out to me about Anthony Bennett. That's that's really the main issue. Like what do you got what is there to build on already? He was I mean, also the like the shooting, his, yeah. I guess. His I mean, we were talking about his um his college stats, his um he was getting good numbers, but it also wasn't like a like a on like a good conference either. He was playing in the Mountain West with UNLV. And when we were seeing like his shooting in the NBA and it didn't really transfer, I don't know if maybe because he didn't get the opportunities or whatever it was, but it just didn't try. He just didn't look like he offered anything like Michael saying. Not a great look for he's he's Canadian, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I think so. Not, not a great look for Canada. Sad day for Canada. Sad day for Canada. I mean, they had wait, Anthony Bennett's Canadian. Yeah, yeah. I believe he is. Yeah, he is. He is. Are we sure about that? Yeah, he is. He is 100 percent. I thought Andrew Wiggins was. Yep. They okay, both are. They both are right here, Toronto, Canada. Oh wow! So back to back Canadians is number back one. Back to back Canadians. Yep. Oh yeah. That didn't. That didn't turn out too well, I guess. It didn't really um, turn out that well. <laughs> I mean, Maple Jordan is um the best Canadian in, in the world. Yeah. By far. By far. Yeah. Just period. Not even basketball player. Just best well, Kelly Olynyk. Period. But um. <laughs> yeah, Kelly Olynyk. Yeah. Anthony Bennett's yeah. in Israel right now. Yeah, I think Playing they just Israel. want um. 
like some championship or something. I don't know. Did they? I thought they did. I could be wrong. He won for the first time in his life. Right? In the Norse Cole, <laughs> the greatest pick and roll in the Middle East. <laughs> so, so let's do, let's do a, real, uh, a real quick uh, recap of all of our teams. Okay. Um, who picked first? It was you, Easy, right? So Easy, yeah. Yeah, why don't you go with your rundown? All right. Starting point guard, Dennis Schroeder. Shooting guard, Seth Curry. Um, small forward, uh, Covington. Power forward, Giannis. Uh, center, Nerlens Noel. And six man, Otto Porter Jr. I think you win that one easy. Uh, Benny, why don't you go? I have Rudy Gobert as my center. I have who did I pick? I have Kelly Olinick as my power forward. Right now, I'll stick with Reggie Bullock as my small forward. Um, who else? You also I have pick? Hardaway. I have Tim Hardaway and then Trey yep. Burke as my backcourt. It's the Mavs. Okay. Yeah. Mavs, yeah. <laughs> The Mavs alone here, <laughs> and then I got McCollum, Depot. That's my backcourt. We'll just say that Depot's shooting guard, McCollum's point guard. Uh, Plumlee and Adams front court. We'll say Plumlee's four and Adams is five. And Gorkui Jang, you know, six man can't have a <laughs> championship team without Gorkui. You know, I'll, I don't regret it. <laughs> and uh. To round it out, I got KCP. He'll be my starting small forward. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's definitely won that one. Yeah. <laughs> but let us know who came in second. Uh, to all you guys, <laughs> who, who, who loses to easy in the finals. I mean, let, let's be let's just be real here. If like let's say um, like between you two, right? Like if we just discount Giannis, right? And like let's say we had to just pick from the top three picks, I would have probably picked. Um, McCollum, right? Like I think I would have picked McCollum. Yeah, first. I think McCollum's a safe. Um, second, I'm just kind of interested in like, like I'm thinking from a playoff perspective how these teams would do. So like, you guys would dominate boards, in my opinion, a little bit. I mean, you have Adams and uh, Plumley, and then yep. Benny and then has. Off the bench. Yep. Yeah, so you guys are dominating boards, and my like. I don't think the spacing on all of our teams is like ideal. Yeah, I mean it's hard to find a stretch four in this, really in this draft. Yeah, yeah. That the spacing in this draft is kind of brutal. I, I mean, I think mine's like, kind of solid, honestly. Oh, your spacing's fine. You have Tim Hardaway, you have Bullock, you have yeah. Alinek, so you have spacing. And Burke um, even, but yeah. Right. So you have spacing, which is something that some of us don't have, unfortunately. Because I got Otto Porter and Robert Covington, but they're not getting their shots up off the dribble they're getting them on catch and shoot i'm depending on Giannis to make that happen which i mean it clearly can be made happen as we you saw. should yeah you should yeah um, and i'm for it's just a three-point specialist is really just mccollum and i mean depot is more off the dribble like you said and the kcp is like just sitting in the corner the whole game pretty much so yeah yeah um so like it's just interesting I, like again i know we're wrapping this up a little bit but I'm just interested, like, I get picking Rudy as the second pick, but it's just interesting how, like, people have different perspectives on how they would want to start building a team. So, like, like Leva, if you had the second pick, you were going to take McCollum, right? I was always going to take McCollum, yeah. 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 So, like, it's just interesting that you would start with the guard, Benny would start with the center. Normally, just, yeah, I can see why. I mean, I, I, I like Gobert. I think you're talking about somebody who's just, like, going to clean up defense. Like, you can, you can, getting Gobert allows you to, like, 
build the rest of your team around like purely shooting and not necessarily have to lean into defense. Although Benny, I guess you kind of did a little bit of both. Um, but I just think McCollum is is the most talented after Giannis in this draft. I mean, Depot, you can make an argument. But aside from the injury concerns, I, I would say McCollum is the most complete like player. His defense isn't that great, but you know, uh, for offense and and for being a championship con- like number one option in considering the talent in this draft, I think McCollum is, for, in my opinion, the second best. Yeah. Normally, I would go. I, I normally I do like to pre- to to go with a guard. Um, but I was just kind of looking, and even though we all have our reservations, I picked him, and I have my reservations about Rudy Gobert, <laughs> calling him a little overrated. <laughs> but I think just from like a from like a physical tool and like a talent perspective, I think he's just um, like for what he does, he's more dominant than was than what CJ McCollum is good at, in my opinion. If that makes hot sense. Take. That's a hot, That's hot take. take. I mean, you could, it's definitely a lot easier <laughs> to find. It, it's a lot easier to find good shooters in the league than I can find, find a CJ like, McCollum. It's harder to find yeah. a Rudy Gobert. I think. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, just because he's so elite defensively. Right. Yeah. Also, we're like I'm thinking from the perspective of the draft, like this draft. But if we're talking like I always had, I also always had well, Tim Hardaway in mind and guys like that. So right, like scoring. So like, if we're talking other drafts as well, I probably still go with with CJ. Right. So like that's where I could understand where like Benny would pick a Rudy, because if you're including all drafts, there's not a lot of centers that do what Rudy do. But maybe in a lot of drafts, there is a guard who can score like a CJ McCollum. You get me? Like, yeah. I'm not saying I'd pick one over the other. I'm just saying, like, I, I can understand why you would pick a center over a guard depending on the pool of players, if that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah, I, and also just considering, like, the landscape of the NBA since 2013, like, yeah, Gobert could definitely – he can – I mean, I, I think Gobert could be on a championship-winning team, but you just have to build so much around him, and you really can't afford yourself to have yeah. other non-shooters or non-factors on offense. So I think McCollum, in that sense, gives me a little more flexibility in the long term. But it's, you know, it's, it's very similar. Like I can't really fault anybody for picking Gobert or McCollum or vice versa. Yeah, I agree. They're both solid picks. When I saw you get a CJ and Oladipo, I was like, oh man. Yeah, I'm happy I got CJ and Oladipo. (laughs) You just really killed it with getting Seth Curry and Robert (laughs) in as well. That's really the big issue. I I forgot to look at that earlier. So I wasn't scared about you getting Seth Curry if you knew. Because I figured if you got both guards, you would wait a little bit longer. To yeah, get I wouldn't have gotten Seth Curry, but I definitely, most definitely would have gotten Robert Covington for yeah. sure. I would have gotten Seth. I got fucking Trey Burke right before. Yeah, you, that's that's what you I was, definitely would have gotten Seth. Yes. That's what I was worried about. When he said, oh, like this guy can shoot. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, oh, God, no. I'm <laughs> oh, like, please, no. Don't. Oh, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that, I mean, that's the redraft. I mean, again, we're going to, like, there's a lot more drafts that, like, are going to yeah, be more obviously interesting been in terms drafted. of. He obviously would have yeah. been drafted if this was happening again. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I'm thinking um, the next drafts that we're going to do are going to be a lot more interesting in terms of how we build it because the talent in other drafts is a lot deeper. Um, yeah, sure. On purpose, we're going to actually pick drafts that have a deeper pool. Maybe we expand the roster a bit more. Um, here, we really couldn't expand the roster more than we did without getting <laughs> yeah, guys that I we mean, would just be taking flyers on. It's crazy. The, the other names I had on the on my board that didn't get picked are like, I mean, Zellery went over, but then it's like Alex Len, Macklemore, Mike Muscala, Tony Snell. To- like, Tony Snell, I had that too. Yeah. Delhi so wasn't undrafted. Delhi wasn't undrafted. Yeah, that actually would have been a good pick. Um, yeah. But yeah, you can see just how thin it gets. And also, right. like, it's, 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 
it's there's hardly any small boards. Like I, I know I said this already, but there's like really barely any. So yeah, um, I can't believe I ended up with three of them. <laughs> so <laughs> um, yeah, I think the next one that we're doing is 2016, right? Um, yeah, I think well, 2016 is what we, is gonna come next. And who was uh, who was in the draft for that one? I think it was, I was gonna um, ask who's the headliner for that. So that's a Ben Simmons, Ingram, Jalen oh, Brown, yeah. Buddy Heald, <laughs> Jamal Murray, Ben Simmons. Um, you said? <laughs> yeah, Ben Simmons, Karis LeVert, Mike Malik Beasley. I mean, it's a deep draft. Uh, There's Zubots, some interesting guys here. I'll be very interested Malcolm to see Brogdon, how course. long it takes for Ben Simmons to get picked out of between the three of us. I think it, it can't take that long. But if I'm we just, do, I'm if we do, let's say we expand it out to like uh, eight per 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 team, so there's 24 players. I think he would probably get picked. This is a. Uh... This is one of those moments where I really don't want the number one pick, but I really want the three. <laughs> no, I definitely want the number one pick for sure. You want I, the number I mean, one pick for sure? Dude, I think, I mean, I don't know. I mean, is Brandon Ingram or Jamal Murray going to fall past number one? I mean, I don't know. It's I tough. mean, I don't know. I mean, we'll talk about it in the next pod. Um, yeah. But it's a good draft. It's a, it's a it's very a really interesting. Draft. I like Jane and Brown better than both of them, actually. Ooh, that's a that's a good take. I mean, I, I can't fault you that. I like Jalen Brown too. I, I think all three of those guys are are in the mix. Yeah, for number there's one. just some guys in the late round that you like are. are okay, we're we're getting too deep into 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll get we'll to that. That's a little preview. Spot. That's a little preview there. Um, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> so just like Easy said, man, we 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 plan to do a few more of these and and uh, yeah, deeper drafts. I think 2013 was a fun exercise just because it's so like ridiculous how how shit it was. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I, I think that's it for all of us. You guys have any closing thoughts before we wrap up? No. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready for all the right, next this one. This is fun. This is fun, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully we'll be able to turn out more content. Uh, I mean, we, we figured out the Zoom pretty well. So I think we'll be able to do that and get better sound quality for the next one. So, yeah, keep an eye out, and uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>